Hello, welcome to the Westing World Podcast. How's it going? It's it's been a minute, but we're back. Three weeks specifically. But um <laughs> Mason, jump into it. What, what was that thing you said so, there's some segment you made up last episode like a month ago. Oh, just random Mason, things that Mason wants to talk about but have nothing to do with anything. Something along Mason, that line. <laughs> Mason's minute or some shit. It's not Mason's minute, but it's it's less way more than a minute. It's just things I want to mention that aren't <laughs> at all nerd related well keep us up what's happening a okay, lot so just he, happened to you so so i have one huge story but first uh just say that the the water fountain at the college was still fine when i left won't be back there for a while but fine when i left it was it was going it's going great clear water beautiful so <laughs> i'm assuming it's going to keep going for a while is your is your um, house going to be by that fountain still my house? Or your, wherever the fuck it is, your I mean, dorm. All the, it's just, my dorms weren't by the fountain to begin with. It was just like oh, halfway shit. between the rest of the school. And like, I don't, look, it doesn't fuck, I walked by all the time because you <laughs> have to. The big so fucking I guess we'll get more updates in like, was it like four, three months, two months? Sure. Hopefully it's still going then. <clears throat> um, so, here's another thing. I've been meaning to talk to you at least... Even off. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Jared's, Jared's calling for some reason. Let's, Man, let's do get the mid podcast answer. All right. He, they're Hello? not going to be able to hear him. Hey, buddy. What's up? Yo, buddy. What's I mean, up? I can hear him. Are you free to talk? Yeah, I'm perfectly free. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> hey, uh, what are we doing on the 23rd? Um, We're going to a field, drinking a little bit. Should be fun. Can you hear me? He are can't you hear actually me, perfectly buddy. free? Well, I'm, I'm actually doing podcasts with Mason, but it's good. He can, he can hear you now, too. Shit, that's fucked up, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys go, then. Alright. Alright, good luck. Bye. Bye. God damn it. God damn it. Alright, so and we're back. What do you mean, and we're back? I've been going the whole time. <laughs> Alright, so, Mason's minute. Keep it up. Okay, so... So one thing I've been wanting to mention to you for like two months, I saw one of the coolest videos on the entire internet. It blew my mind when I saw this. Did you see on Reddit like two months back the um the drug bust, like the drug plane bust? Mm, maybe. Tell me more about it. All right. So it opens up, and the camera like you can see like guy like just turns the camera on. He like lifts it up, and you see like a plane off in the distance, like down a dirt road. And the car just floors it. And it's just two dudes in the front seat. Both have, like, assault rifles. The guy who's holding the camera has oh, an shit. assault rifle. They're flooring, flooring towards this plane. Plane starts moving. They run into the plane's wing with the, like, uh, just, like, the f- top of the car. Like, where the windshield is. And it shatters the windshield. Rips off the plane's wing. They, d- they drift to a stop. Hop out with assault rifles and charge the plane, like... Get your hands out! Get your hands out! They're just charging the plane as it's like coming to a stop. And it the was. F- the- are these like are these cartel members or are these? I, dude, I'm not even sure what this. I'm assuming it's like some government people in wherever Mexico probably, and cartel members in an airplane trying to take off to get away from the cops. And it's like the coolest thing ever. They run, they run over the plane to like take the wing off. That's how they stop it. I was like, this is the most badass thing I've ever seen. And I thought, I I can never forget this video. This is like, this is straight out of a movie. Like, I expect you that in a video game. 
That's so fucking weird. <laughs> it's awesome. It's like, like, when do you actually expect that to happen? Was it a happen. shitty car or a nice car? It was like a like a Jeep, like a rugged, like off-road Jeep. They just ran it down. That's some GTA shit, dude. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Okay, so now now for the, the real big story. the I think the way more interesting story than any of my stories I've had before. So, Trip, do you know what happens if you're going 40 miles an hour down a highway, gaining speed, and then you throw your car into reverse? Your transmission probably explodes. So, I oh look, I don't know what happens to your car, but I know what happens to my car, and I'm going to tell you what happens. Did you experiment on purpose? But first, I have to tell you why this is happening. Okay, let's go back in time a day. I need to move from the dorms back down here to Sherman. But I don't want to fucking rent a, like a truck or get my dad to run a van like he did last time when we went up there the first time. I just want to make it in one trip in my car. I don't have a big car. It's a fucking small car. But I'm like, I want to make it all the way up there in one trip. I don't want to have to make multiple trips to get my shit. I'm not going to rent a fucking truck or anything. I just want to get up there one trip. So I start tossing a bunch of like random shit. I didn't really want that much anymore. Some of the stuff I've been keeping. All this kind of big stuff. As much stuff I can throw away. Getting rid of it. Getting rid of it. I finally get down to enough stuff. And I'm, I think all this will fit in my car. I'm pretty sure. It looks like it's going to fit. Let's try this. I pack everything up. My car is completely fucking full. Like to the point where I get everything in my car. You know, I have like, you know, microwaves. I have boxes. I have like totes. My desk that's way too fucking big. TV. Everything's in my fucking car. And I forget that I have like a basket of like toilet trees. Like, like you know, fucking. Toilet paper and. No, like, like body wash and, and stuff like that that I carry into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten that one thing. And it was like a little metal basket. I went to put that in my car. There was nowhere to put it. Not like my like car was so full. No, no, it would not fit because in the front seat was my mini fridge. So my mini fridge, I had on its side, slid it into the car and got the door shut fully and everything. And basically I had about an inch, maybe an inch and a half between the steering wheel and the top of the mini fridge. And that's where, the, that's where the whole problem starts. It's because I look at it and I'm like, look, I'm kind of cramped. I can't set stuff in the side seat, like a drink or whatever. But like, it's whatever. This is worth. Well, okay. How big is this basket? Because this really like breaking my mind that you can't <laughs> just like shove it somewhere. Okay. So the basket, okay, I'm looking at it. It's about, it's less, it's less than a foot squared. Here, but where I put it, I put it on top of the mini fridge. But it was like wedged up against the ceiling and the mini fridge. That was the only place I could put it in the car. It was on top of the mini fridge. And it was sliding around. That was okay. literally the only place it would go. That's how full my car was. There was nowhere else to put it. Man, I maybe could have like put it inside the microwave or some BS like that. But there was <laughs> nowhere to put it. So, right, so continue. Yeah, there, like, there was literally, it, it was ridiculous how packed it was. So I have about an inch between my steering wheel and my mini fridge but it's fine it doesn't fucking matter because i drive with my left hand so whatever so then i'm like all right i'm all set time to fucking go i get in my car i oh this is like that was actually the night before so it was like the next morning maybe for just in the car I'm like whatever anyways hop in my car and i try to put it i gotta put it in reverse and then I, that's the first time i thought about it my um 
my I guess this is still is it still called a stick shift? If it's yeah, it's still called a stick shift. So my stick shift is behind my steering wheel, where like a windshield wiper is, but on the opposite side. So when I try to pull it down, it touches the um mini fridge. And when I put it in reverse, and so here okay, so here's how it goes. When I put it in reverse, it just starts to touch the mini fridge. Like it barely touches it. And it kind of like bounces off of it because it's like right at that like just that spot. If I try to put it down into neutral, it won't go into neutral because the angle it's at just pushes it right back up to reverse. If I put it into drive, it wedges it to a point where it won't move and you have to like force it out of drive into neutral, which it goes straight to reverse or force it down to first gear, which it goes, which it shoots straight down to second gear. So basically I'm looking at this and I'm like, so basically it barely even stays in drive. And if it jumps out of drive, it's like, it's going to just like it for somewhere. But I'm like, but it's kind of wedged there. So it's like, it should be fine. As long as I'm like running over just rocky roads and stuff. Like, yeah, it's not going to like just normal movement of a car. It needs to be fine. So I'm like, all right, well, time to fucking go back out, start going, get on the highway, going for a while, going for about 25 minutes. Maybe the highway's a little packed, just starts to clear up, start going, gaining speed, gaining speed, gaining speed, going up a hill get to about 45 50 miles an hour hit some kind of bump in the road jostles the fucking mini fridge because i hit it with my right tire jostles the mini fridge shoots my car up into reverse while i'm going like 45 miles an hour and accelerating what happened my it, it just my car just like it's like the the transmission just went just silent like it just stopped and the car was just rolling and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm like freaking out now. I'm like, I, I don't, uh, I'm like, take the fucking steering wheel. I try to put it back into drive and it doesn't do anything. And I'm like, trying to like hit the gas. Nothing won't, won't engage. And then I'm trying to hit the brake and the brake's just like locked up and it won't, it won't actually break. And you my can't break just, your car? Yeah. The car won't break, but it's like, my car's like slowing down because I'm like going up a hill. Well, okay. I can break, but it's like, you don't know, like brakes are like assisted. Right, so but it's like, like nothing. Yeah, so usually like even brakes and gas, so like it's like an assisted push, so like you don't have to push hard, but this is like you have to force the car, like you have to really push to get it to brake even a little bit. So I'm like trying to force it, but it's like not doing it. But like the cars in front of me are accelerating, so like they're leaving. Like, I don't need a brake or anything. So my car's just, I'm trying to put it in like I'm trying to like put it in drives, not working, neutral, nothing's working. It's not engaging any of the gears. It's just like. It's just ignoring whatever I do. Any t- I try to gas nothing, brake nothing, any of the gears won't, doesn't do anything. A car's just rolling by itself to a stop. Finally, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm just like, I say, kind of like, I don't, I don't, I'm just keeping it straight. And finally, when it gets, it's slowed down, as it gets to about five miles an hour, my car just jerks to a stop. Like, just solid stop from five miles an hour to zero. My car just like, just, I, it just fucking just like, everything just like throws around my car. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, uh, I don't fucking know. I try to like, put it in drive and go, nothing. It's like, nothing's working. Oh, also, it jerked to a stop, and Ryza did that. Then my car, is it's like, then the, um something, like, maybe the transmission or something, like, then it finally, like, stopped and settled, and I just hear, like, a wheel just spinning. I can just hear, like, spinning, just, I'm like, I just killed my fucking car. I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, my fucking God, I just killed my fucking car. I'm on the fucking highway. I'm five hours from fucking home. I just fucking checked out of this fucking dorm. I'm like, I just fucking, I'm gonna have to get like a fucking, I'm gonna have to somehow get like 
a fucking tow truck to take me like five no. hours. Like I'm like I no. there's I'm like there's I have nothing to fucking. I'm like I just killed my fucking car. I'm like I'm dude. Dead. If that happened to your car, you just you hire a, a tow truck to take it to the fucking dump so you can crush it for like whatever how much <laughs> weight it is. Dude, I don't know what would be like the the I, dude. I was like I'm fucking done. I just sat there. I was like I'm fucking done. I'm done. And I'm like my car's not working. Nothing's engaging. I'm like I don't know. So I just like I just like turn my car, take my key out, put it back in, you know, put it in park, reset everything, turn it on, starts up just fine. I just fucking head out. I'm like, oh my fucking god. But here's the thing. It's still in the same fucking spot. Like, the the fucking... The fridge is in the same situation I had before. If I hit a bump or it jumps out, it's going straight to reverse still. I'm like, I don't know what to fucking do. So I'm driving, and the whole time I'm driving, I'm just like on edge. Like, if anything fucking happens, my car is going to go back into reverse. This whole thing's going to start over again. And then it's going to be like... Is it gonna fuck up the transmission this time? Let's see. Like I'm like I don't, I'm like I don't fucking know what's gonna happen. And now I'm not I'm not going like forty. I'm now I'm going like eighty. So what I started doing was, I would just hold like in the fridge. Okay, see that's what I try to do. You can't really hold the fridge though because it's there is no room. Like the you can't push it against any like there's yeah, something holding it back. I, yeah right. I can't push it away. I can. What I was doing was I was pushing on it, but it was like enough to the point where it wasn't like gonna force the stick back into reverse what it did i think three times i think it is three times it would move the car enough to no okay i did this twice so it it moved the like the stick enough to put it into neutral even with me pushing on it after like an hour, it pushed it into neutral, like just slowly nudging it, nudging it, nudging it until it just just slipped into neutral, and then it would just my car, my wheels just are spinning, and then I would just yeah. have to like pull over, stop the car, put it back in the park, take it out, put it back in, start it back up, and head off again. The second time it happened, I thought I need to try to get this, like just literally half an inch, if even that, will be enough. This will not happen. Like it's such a small amount that it needs to be off this stick shift. So I went to my passenger side and like did that like half open, like when the door doesn't fully close but it's like closed. I yeah. just did that to my door and like pushed my mini fridge like half an inch away to where it was God like damn. it was still like just touching it when when it, when it was in drive. It was just like bumping up against it the whole way home. And I was like, but it's good now because it's not pushing it into fucking reverse and it lasted and that lasted three hours two and a half three hours god damn me so <laughs> so i got thrown into reverse once and neutral twice while i was going down the highway so fucking crazy that was that was really fun but i'll tell part you is that your car isn't dead dude i literally thought i had just completely fucked i thought i had just made like a couple thousand dollar mistake I was like, mm. I, I just ruined my fucking life. Right there. That, that was it. Me thinking, it's not going to jostle it out, and I hit a bump, that's it. That was my one chance to not fuck up. Should have made two trips. <laughs> that was, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I just completely destroyed my car, and it's going to be like $1,000 to even get my stuff back down there. I'm fucked. Shit. That's, so, you just can't buy a car. <sighs> a better car? Like, is that what you said? You just can't, you just can't buy a new car. I mean, the car's fine, as far as I know. I Honestly, I don't know if it's, like, perfectly fine. I'm assuming... I mean, I haven't, like, heard any weird noises. It doesn't act any different, so... I'm assuming it's fine? But here's the thing. 
I did watch a video a long time ago about putting a car into like different gears while it was going, but it was mm-hmm. like a 2016 car. So I was like, I don't know if my car has like protections. I don't know if it's just gonna like reverse and there goes the whole tire transmission, like gone, it ripped out of your car. Like I didn't know what was gonna happen. So, dude, that that's that's why I imagine something just fucks up. Yeah, look, I, honestly, I don't know. I, I I need to look it up and like see like what a normal thing that a car would do. Like, but yet again, I watch the video right now. <laughs> well, great, you guys, it's a good thing to do during the podcast. But it was like that's so interesting that I didn't know what was going to happen. But the fact that it just like did nothing and just like it's like all the gears just disengaged that we're not doing anything until this car comes to a complete stop and turns off we're not going to do anything with this car everything just turned off and it just like we're just going to roll to a stop i was like that's very interesting i don't know what the mechanism in that is that did that but that's that seems like in new cars it really doesn't matter but damn with your car i imagine if you're i don't know i imagine you got fucked up but I guess. I mean, good, I have. A, good job. I, to be fair, I have a decent car. Like by all regards, people have told me, ever since I've had this car, like that's actually a, a good tough car. Like, it's pretty sturdy. So, I don't know. You should try it though. You should try it in your car. Toss it in no. reverse real quick. No, I know for a fact mine goes to a stop. How do you know that? Because sometimes used to when I first started learning to drive, I'd be going. I'm like, okay, I'm. I'm stopped. I just like sort of be still be going and throw it in reverse, and it's like, er, yeah, like go in reverse, and it like sort of like stops, and it sort of like, whoo, like jerks. Yeah, but we're, we're talking about when you're going like 40, 50. Yeah, I'd rather not find out. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's obviously a terrible idea, but I'm saying like not whenever you're like rolling it a mile an hour, like when you're going like 40, 50, your car's not going to stop. Like, if it tries to stop going 40 or 50 because you hit reverse, it's going to rip the gears apart. It's not going to stop. The brakes aren't gonna work, so you're gonna slide. But um, that was, that was that. That was real fun. It was, it was a great fucking drive. I you I was probably visibly shaking after the first time that happened, and I was driving away. I'm like, I, I am scared this is gonna happen again. I was like, oh my god. I so, mean, you're, I mean. Maybe you're not lucky, but if that happened to me, I know it'd be shame breaks too. I think but I think it, I think it's luck. It, I anything else for Mason's minute? It's not Mason's minute. It's been twenty minutes. Mason's twenty minute monologue. Let's go. Oh my god, it had a does it get a good story? Had a, had <laughs> one good story. That was an interesting story. A scary story. You have any? You have any good stories to tell? You want to have a trips minute? Trips time? Um. I told you I saw that one movie about Steve Jobs. And well, it was really good. Normal. We talk about movies all the time. I'm talking about things that have nothing to do with movies. Just a good little story about your life. Any you did you, did you, did you break something? Did you um, run through a glass pane door? My mom actually um in her last car that she had, she backed up into my uncle's into my aunt's car. Indented both of them, and then a couple of days ago, she has a brand new like 2016 like nice car, and she backed up into my uncle's trailer, and it's like, like I, I thought it was like a dent, and my mom showed me, and it's like it looks like Wolverine got a hold of that thing. <laughs> it's like whenever I hit my when I 
the one crash I was in, like the fender bender, where like the other guy's car, like literally just dented his rear fender. But for my car, it like warped the whole, like right side of my car, like the front right panel of my car got like warped, destroyed my light. Like my door like scratches up against it now every time I try well, to open Well, my mom's door. is literally like two or three like slashes in the metal and a, and a massive dent where they went in. Hmm. Like it looks like you got like an like imagine you got an axe and you started fucking chopping away into a car. Maybe she's lying to you about what happened. Maybe she got really no. mad. <laughs> Shit, maybe. Your mom's a pretty angry person. True. <laughs> Alright, so let's fucking talk about these movie trailers and movies and shit. We're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and a bunch of random trailers that are bad. They're all bad. Let's figure out which ones are the worst. Alright, we'll start with worst first. Blade Runner 2049 trailer. Are you in, please? I mean, like, it's just... Honestly, I saw it and it was like... It's just a bunch of random scenes about nothing, but it's like, it's in the universe. Doesn't as Jared Leto, so I'll take everybody else's side right now and be like, Jared Leto's garbage. Did you see his Joker performance? Terrible. His character looked good in that in twenty forty nine though. He's just blind. <laughs> he doesn't have a character. He's just blind. Guess you're right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's just like. Uh, nothing. It doesn't look like anything yet. It's not. It's not a story trailer, really. It's just um, weird things that are making you like, what the fuck could possibly be happening there? Yeah, it's all like atmospheric things, and I don't care. None of it's interesting to me. They definitely have that futuristic Japan America going on, where like big holograms are dancing, and there's big. There's a lot of fucking um, neon everywhere. Not as much neon as before, actually. Not in this trailer, Everyone's at least. Smoking. Is this the lady from Rogue One? What lady? No, I don't think it is. No, never mind. I think it's that one chick who is in a different movie, but I can't remember what it's I think called. The main right character from Rogue One, main girl, Jin Erso. It's not though, but it's like, yeah, just nothing. Nothing at all looks interesting. Still, it's they haven't convinced me that it's going to be even a partially decent movie. So. I imagine it's gonna be a garbage story. Still, well, I'll watch it. I'm gonna watch. I mean, I'll Blade watch Runner. It. I'll watch it so I can again. You hate about it? I'll go get a one star. <laughs> one stars don't fucking matter, dude. It's just a thumbs down, thumbs up. Fuck you. God damn it. Um, but um, that's a call back to an episode that wasn't recorded where Mason had like a 20 minute fucking speech about how he hated that rating system. Yes, thumbs up and thumbs down ratings are fucking stupid. They're terrible. All right, that's that's that. That's that. The short version of a twenty-minute yelling, yep. rant. Um, we had a podcast or an episode for um, or not an episode, a fucking trailer for the Dark Tower. Yeah, that was. It just, I think what it is, honestly, sadly, is that it still looks like, hey, we have this really popular book, we're gonna turn it into a movie. It's like, how did you even something that's like, not kid related? It's like super grown up. Stephen King, it still has that same, like, that same feeling of, like, what are you trying to tell me? Like, what is this goofy world that makes no sense? Is this, you can't, 
in most movies, it, like, you just can't be as vast as you can in a book, you know? Like, you just have time to figure shit out in a book, but in, a, like, a two-hour movie, it's hard to condense all that down, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. It's just, it's fucking weird. It's just, like, they had those, like, really cool reloads, but it's just, like, it seems so out of place in the trailer. Yeah, it does. It seems like something you'd see in, like, a B-level movie that's, like, wow, that's a special fucking power. Yeah, I'm like, um, you know, like watching it, like, it's just, it just feels weird. Like, it might be good. Like, I, I mean, it seems moderately interesting, but I'm trying to figure out, like, what is, what are they trying to tell us? He's like, oh, there's no more gunslingers left, but, but me, I'm in this universe shooting God knows what, because it doesn't seem like there's anything. And he's like, you can come to our world. And he's like, are there guns? He's like, of course. And then he's like, in their world, but he still has the same revolvers. Like, like what is going on? Well, I mean, if you, I think there's there's like a, a devil or something, something worse than a devil apparently. That's what he says in the trailer. Um, he, I think Matthew McConaughey's great at being. I think he's a great pick for being like a devil character. But the weird thing is that he doesn't. He's. It doesn't feel like he's actually acting like he's scary. Because okay, one of my favorite versions of like the devil in movies is Ghost Rider, the first one. I love that, like, old man just kind of, like, he's just kind of being like, how's it going? Want me to save your dad? Like, I really like that version, like, the way they always do that kind of devil, like, just in a black suit, old kind of grizzled man, like, kind of sly talking to people, but not, you know, they don't know he's kind of the devil type of thing. I like that. But this, he doesn't feel like he's being scary or being, like, a tempting, devilly person. He just kind of feels very... I'm- like you're saying that like like, like the character I'm like there's a, an actor in my brain I can't think of his name right now that'd be perfect for it. Is there anyone in your brain that would be like perfect for it? What the fuck is his name? Is it that, that goblin guy? Intense, no, he has that super intense accent. Well, that is just I mean, like sultry yeah. and sort of southern. No, I don't know. I mean, maybe his character will be better, but like when I watch this, even though you're saying like he's worse than Devil or whatever, like whatever they call him, I'll just imagine him as like trying to play that character, like. Hey, play this type of guy. You're like a super evil demon in a black suit, but he's just playing a very normal guy. Seemingly, he doesn't seem like he's acting tough or scary. All the monsters are fighting are just like dudes wrapped in different cloth. <laughs> it's like cool. I get. I don't like. What is this? I mean, I'll, I'll probably, we'll probably watch it eventually. Probably yeah, not in I mean, I, I think it's gonna be interesting enough to go watch to see what the story is but it doesn't seem that great hopefully it's good Matthew McConaughey's Kay's hair in that is pretty bad though it's just like what they give people that are like evil and cringy like a black leather jacket like a black leather duster and like a fucking um the spiked up sort of thin pulled back black hair yeah but um look hopefully it's good honestly Hopefully. Let's just... Let's we can hope. We had Dunkirk trailer, which... Oh, I didn't even watch it because I don't care. It looks, looks alright. I'm sure the movie will be great. I'm sure, like, actually will be a well-made, good movie, but I don't care about a Dunkirk. I don't care. We had a Wonder Woman trailer, which... I didn't watch. didn't watch, but it's pretty good. Um, apparently, there's... Well, I went to the to see Guardians. There was a trailer for Transformers before it. That I hadn't seen before. I didn't see this. But, 
But it was pretty fucking good. Like, it made me more interested in the movie. Um, hmm. The only reason I know it was different is because it was more centered around another, a different chick. Another who was one? like, who is, um, what's that dude's name that's the main character in this movie? Matt Mark Damon. Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's love interest, apparently. Fucking Christ, there's another person. This Oh, this movie's gonna be four hours long. Good lord. And it had a bunch of, like... Also, it had it showed a bunch of Optimus Prime fighting what seemed like bad robots, and he was, like, just fucking tearing them to shreds. I'm like... I'm like, this is either a man-made, like, robot, or this is when Optimus Prime turns good at the end of the movie, and he's killing the bad guys. But, um... Yeah. The best part of the movie does look like the dinosaurs, though, which I'm excited for. Yeah. I think it's going to be... I mean, it's either going to be one of the good Transformers movies or one of the bad ones. They're both pretty close, even if they're good or bad. I don't think any of them... I don't think you'd say they're any of them are good or bad. I think you'd say they're Transformers movie. It's like the Fast and the Furious, like... I still got to give it to at least the first one. first one's pretty... The first one's pretty great. First one. I mean, it's it's the most movie like of them. Fair enough. That one that one movie where they're just I thought the other day where there's some evil Transformers just going around literally like turning people to sand and shit. Like that's intense. Do you remember that? No. Like I I, I, I vividly remember a scene where people were like trying to run away and a transformer just like shoots him with a like a laser blast and they has to like fucking disintegrate. Is that from the new one? Or is that Probably from... Pretty old, but... Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe the second uh, one? It wasn't Dinosaurs. It all bl- look at all Blinsky. I don't care. Everybody knows but, what um, to expect from Transformers movies. Robots fighting. But, um... um let's talk Kingsman. Yes. What do you Kingsman think? Kingsman trailer? Here, Mason okay. hates Kingsman. I, I really don't like Kingsman. Okay, so here's what I've decided about Kingsman. Kingsman, to me... Even watching the trailer, it's the same thing. It's like, you know when you see a movie that's like poorly made and it's a garbage, terrible movie with like terrible acting and it's just like terrible set pieces and it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's like they tried to do a quirky, cool movie, but it's just utter trash. Yeah. That's what, like, if you took that movie and gave it to somebody who had to do a shot for shot remake, but with a big budget, good actors, good music all that stuff, like, take that movie and just put a really nice, clean, like, layer on top of it. That's what Kingsman is to me. Like, it's past that, like, um, Fast and Furious terrible. It's, like, enjoyable and gone just to full, utter trash. Like... But that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be crazy and just... It's past that, though. A different... War. It's, it's, it's not supposed to be, like, that. fast... It's not supposed to be, like, Fast and Furious where... It's, it's the same thing. serious. It's not meant to be serious, though. Fast and Furious is not serious in any way. Dude, when they're like, this about family, and it's like, Man, oh my god, my joke. fucking love interest, and people are, I know it's about cars and racing and shit, but there's supposed to be some... That's nonsense joke. It's, it's, it's stupid the whole time. This one... Yeah, to this us, one I, might I, be, I know it's stupid, Look, this one but, might... Look, Kingston might be a more funny version of, like, what the Fast and Furious are doing, but it's the same stupid stuff. Like, it's just they're just doing stupid things, but yet again... It seems like it's just really bad movie with like a good set of actors in it. Like it's just like it's just garbage. Like I disagree. 
the heads exploded with like colors. That's, That's just supposed terrible. To be. It's terrible and dumb and bad. It's supposed to be goofy and weird. But it's past that like normal level of goofy and weird to just being bad. Actually but bad. What, what would you consider as like the normal goofy and weird? Fucking Fast and Furious and Transformers and Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not supposed to be like those movies though. All those movies. Like it's just. It's not supposed to be like Fucking that, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like it's, it's funny. It's not supposed to be like that either. It's oh, so. What movie is it like, Trip? What fucking movie is it like? It's not like any I, other movie I, that exists. Like Kickass, like over the top craziness. Kickass was not this dying. bad. Maybe Kickass Two was this bad. Kickass Two was pretty bad. Kickass One was nothing like this, though. I would say it's on the plane of Kickass. Fuck you. This look. The, my point is that it's just like I don't care about this because I know it's gonna be stupid. They're gonna make more really, really bad sex jokes like they did the first one about having anal sex. They're gonna people's heads are gonna explode in colors. And yeah, I'll, I'll give like, you the fucking anal Ugh. sex one. I give you that. They're gonna do it five more times in this movie. I swear to God, they're gonna do it. They're gonna be like, people really talked about that last time. Let's do it three more times and then fuck off. There's gonna be like eight ladies. They're gonna be like, stick your fist in my asshole. It's gonna be like, <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. If if that happened, you're saying you wouldn't fucking chuckle. I would throw my fucking arms up in defeat and be like, I can't do it. I can't. But stick your fists in our assholes. I mean, you know what? You know what movie was just as bad as this actually? Triple X. The third one. Never seen it. It was because it's somehow foreign countries don't get the make a bad but fun action movie, and they just make an actually bad action movie. They try to do that like they try to do it Fast Furious did. They try to do it kick ass did. They try to do what these movies do, and they make a bad one. That's what this is to me. But everybody else is like, it's amazing. I'm like, God no. The only reason I actually want to go see this movie is because I actually want to see The Statesman. Because I'm like, that's what I want to see. They're, they they actually seem really interesting. Yeah, I'm like, they're, like, they're actually really interesting to me. They, I would not go see... I was like, I heard about this movie. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to see this other trash. I saw like Kingsman, like fucking bull whips and revolvers. I'm like, okay, I kind of want to see that. I kind of really want to like, see them with bull whips. The Kingsmen are like super fucking British and like... We all wear suits and we're all fucking dapper and have a nice accent and all the fucking statesmen are just cowboys with shotguns and fucking whiskey barrels like Sui! just fucking popping peels fucking heads off like yeah I'm I'm just like it, it's just, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous but so I'm I, I I I'll probably go see it just to see the statesmen or I'll still just refuse to fucking see it, it honestly it'll depend on if we want to talk about it during a podcast or not. If we if we're just if you if it's all it's gonna be is like a side note, I'm not gonna fucking watch it. But I do. Want I to mean, I'll probably movie. watch it just because. I mean, I didn't hate the first one like you. Yeah, the first one's fucking. Utter I'm trash. not. I, I'm not saying I love the first one, but I definitely don't think it's bad. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but as we know, Mason is very. I wouldn't even say polarizing. I would just say. He either hates exactly. it I like most or it's alright. I like most movies. That's the thing. I think I just criticize movies a lot even though I like a lot of them. comes across as me not liking it. But do you like this one? Do I like Kingsman? Yeah. Fuck no. Exactly. <laughs> but sometimes you think I don't like a movie because I criticize it a lot for not being that great. When in fact I, I do like it though. Or I do like, you know, I like it. It's a fine movie. We did that to Rogue One pretty well. I did? No, we both did. I don't remember. No, whatever. I remember Forget us being like, 
They're just being like, we love that movie, but it should have been like this. They should have changed been fucking everything. But it so was good gonna... for what it was. Is that it? Is that all the things? All the trailers? All the ones I give a fuck about. I mean, there's Baby Driver, which you said we thought you thought we talked about. I oh, said I don't remember it. But it looks good. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks, it looks really interesting. A little, a little bit different, but very As interesting. A, at one podcast I listened to, it's like, they were like, yeah, this is the movie I thought Drive was going to be. And it's like, yep. Yeah, I've, I, Drive was weird because it had nothing to do with Drive. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of interesting that they did that. But also, there's a sequel to Drive that's not called Drive 2 or anything relating to Drive that I found out about like a year I've ago. I heard about this. And I was like, wait, what? I need to watch that. And I just forget about it all the time. Drive was. I didn't watch Drive. I don't remember like hardly any of it. Yeah, it was kind of. It was a weird movie. It, was, it reminds me of um. What's the movie about the guy that he takes pictures of like accidents and like reports them to the news? Oh yeah, Nightcrawler. Yeah, it, it reminds me of Nightcrawler, but I think it's no, it's not like better that at all. It has nothing to do with that, but it can, they kind of remind. They kind of feel like the same movie to me. Nightcrawler was a good movie. It was sort of. Yeah. When I first watched it, I was like, this is long, but I don't know, I guess it pays off in the end. Yeah, pretty good. But, um, okay, let's get down to it. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Volume 2? Alright, so I guess let's do what we always do, and let's do like a little rundown, and while we're doing the rundown, we'll talk about certain scenes and whatnot. So let's go basically scene by scene, because there's not many of them, basically. Should we say what we thought about the movie, though? You want to, like, real quick... I, I think I wanna, it was better yeah. than I think it wasn't as good as the first one it wasn't okay so you know how we always say there's three levels there's like the like the top like three or four good movies in Marvel then there's the middle which is basically like formulaic fluff and then there's like a couple at the bottom that are really trash I think this is in between the top and the fluff I like can, it wasn't as good as the top yeah. but it just ha- it it made me feel more about the characters and I just enjoyed everything about it more than the fluff in the middle. Yeah, here's the thing about this movie. I think this movie falls at the bottom of the fluff pile, even though it's not the fluff, because this movie isn't like all the other movies. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't fall that same formula that like Iron Man one, two, and three did, and uh, Avengers one and two, and it, and Thor. One and two, like it doesn't have it's not that like same pattern kind of stuff that they did, but this is a bad movie. This is you know it's bad. This is bad. Like I was okay. like, for the, I mean, for the biggest reason, they could not have put more comedy in this if they tried. If this was a sitcom, okay, hold on, hold on. okay, okay. If this okay, was literally just a sitcom, it could not have had more comedy in it. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like the amount of times. They put in comedy and then kept layering it on. I was like, holy crap. They are not giving up on this. It's like, it was way, like, I don't like Guardians of the Galaxy 1, even though I, I thought that was, that was like the funny, um, the funny Marvel movie that I was like, that's, you know, that and Ant-Man. Like, they're super funny. They're supposed to be funny. They're supposed to be quirky. Like, it's great. This was like, it went way too far to me. Like, it was like two to three times too much comedy in it. Okay, so let me just rebuttal this real quick. Okay. I understand the comedy, like, it being too much. I agree. Like, the whole time I was thinking, 
Yeah, like this is just a little over the top. They're saying a little too many jokes, and we get it. It's funny, but most of it wasn't that natural. But yeah, I think you're over exaggerating a little bit because you're really unforgiving for comedy that's out of place in movies. Like you really hate that. So, well, I'll say like this: in Guardians of the Galaxy One, you remember whenever they go to the jail, and um, the guy is holding us Chris Pratt's uh, Walkman. Yeah, yeah, like, gets I'm gonna shocked. get it back, and he's like, gets shocked, and then he gets sprayed down and stuff. That whole section, without telling a joke, is lighthearted. It's not serious. It's not like they put him in the cell and it's dark, and they're all like, "Oh, it sucks," and it's life is terrible, and we're living in filth. It's all super lighthearted, but at no point in time does someone set up and give a punchline to a joke. Basically, in this movie. That's what they did. They there weren't just like lighthearted moments. It was a literal joke, which is where it was, what frustrates me is whenever they put so many jokes versus just keeping a lighthearted, fun movie. It, there's a difference between that and a joke. And this movie to me had so many jokes, and they just they came back to the same jokes four times, and it's like, good god. And there's you know talk about that more as we go through the scenes and everything. But it, I was like. I was like, this is too fucking much. Actually, 30 minutes, I was like, yeah, this is way too fucking much. Yeah, I see your point. I, I know I see your point, but you are really unforgiving for comedy. That's out of place. So, love this. That'd be a warning that Mason's going to shit on this movie if you like it. I, well, I want to know. Like, did you not think that... Did you not... Um, so, let's, I call out something. Um, the whole thing about Drax thinking Mantis was ugly. Did you not think they went too far with that one joke? I mean, because I—it's one of the ones I think about when I think of—I think they came back to that four times. Yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, I think they did—they overdid the comedy. They like overdid like every other line is a joke. Drax was too much. And I'll even say. There were really funny stuff. Like, I had a lot of fun with quite, like, different sections of this movie where I'd be like, that's funny, this is really funny. There's a part where I was like, I don't remember what the specific part is, but I was, like, trying to keep quiet. It was so funny. Like, I was like, that's fucking hilarious. But whenever it's not, doesn't need to be funny, and it's like, why is there another joke there? It's like, it just, it just, it's like, this is a pile on. But anyways, let's actually talk about scenes of this movie, like, kind of run through it. Okay, let's just... You, you you explore. Well, should I explain or should you? The movie. Oh, we, we got to work together. I forget okay. things. You forget things. So I'll start. Beginning of the movie. Five it minutes. Shows Earth. F- five. What? Oh, shows I guess it was, I guess it was showing. Oh yeah, that was interesting. I was like, all right, a little interesting, like kind of a front Flash show back. what happened. Yeah, with the parents. Um, but that, that was, I don't consider that the beginning of the movie. I consider the beginning of the movie when they get in space. Well, you have to say like. Okay, we okay, we what, it starts what are you, what are you on Earth. It shows his dad and it shows his mom like hanging out in the fucking seventies and it shows him planting a plant, which comes yeah. back in the story later, and he's like, Soon you'll see this all over the universe or something like that and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about and then it sort of jumps back to the present. Yeah, and jumps to them in space, uh, the whole crew. They're they're being hired to fight a monster and protect some batteries. Who's coming to eat batteries. Yes. And so the monster comes, and the whole time they have this little banter that's 
funny. It gets you into the mood. It gets you to start. Yeah. It shows you what the movie's going to be like. And then as soon as the monster gets there, Baby Groot plugs in the little music and he starts dancing in the background. It's basically the okay. fight. Time to bitch. First minute and a half, two minutes of that, I was like, great. After two minutes, I was like, when is this going to end? This is still going on. I was like, are they going to play this whole song? Like, I even watched the, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy like a week before this came out. I don't feel like they played that entire song. Because all, because really it's like what they did was, they were like, hey, remember the first one? We had that dancing scene at the beginning with the, you know, the director and stuff popped up. People really liked that. They enjoyed it. Let's do that again. They did it this time. And I was like, this is going on too long. I don't even remember the first scene in the original yeah, Guardians of the it's, Galaxy. It's a uh, it's Star Lord like kind of walking through the cave to the oh, orb. Yeah, He's yeah, dancing yeah. and kind of singing into the rat. It's it's like it's humorous and it's funny, but I feel like it goes on for like minute minute and a half. This goes on for like a full four minute song. I was like, oh my god, like this is this it, was, it like, was too long. First sign. This is I was people, first sign. I was like, oh man, this is this is too long. I was like, this is it's it's funny. I like what they did. Like the whole. To, Group dancing, it was good. Too long. To to them though, like Dude. to 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 like the producers and makers of this, um, that like I, I was like they're gonna overdo Baby Groot, and honestly, they got all that shit out of the way in that first couple minutes, and the rest of Baby Groot was perfectly fine for me. Yeah, we'll get to it though if you have any problems with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I gotta say that that. It was not a good way to start for me, though, because I was like, enjoying everything? It was like, all right, this has been going on too fucking long. When are they going to end this? But, but Okay, so they finish that, and then Rocket steals some batteries that he was protecting. Meet the, and they, the people that hired them, like the super pretentious gold people. Which I, like, I think, I think I've heard that they're not in the comics or something, but I swear to God, they were in that run that I read a couple years ago, or so, a, like a people like them or something. I didn't read it, but... I'll say that I found them very entertaining. The gold people were pretty, they were pretty funny little group of people. It's like in the comics, they were like, it was some church. I don't think it was them. It was like some like religious group or something, but mm. they're very much like them. But, yeah. um, they're, they're really good. Just, yeah. I mean, just in general blanket throughout the movie, I thought they were like a really good little antagonist, like group of people that like, don't like the guardians the whole time. Like we are going to get them. Even though none, neither of the two groups are evil, we're just gonna we're gonna defeat them because they did us wrong, <laughs> right? And so basically they leave, and then a horde of their ships, which is really funny because like it's like oh shit, how they have these many ships? And there's like little like drones basically, and they're all the people are flying the rock in an arcade. Like when they die, they're like, damn it, like shit. yeah, and it's, it's like it's even making like the arcade noises, like the arcade shooting sounds, just right? Bow, 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 bow. Like, I was like, that, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I thought that was, like, because it's just like, yeah, they're like, yeah, we're not going to risk our own lives. Oh, God, no. Yeah, because when I saw that, I was like, they literally just said they're not going to risk their own citizens' lives. And now all these fuckers are dying. And I saw, like, the arcade <laughs> bit. Yeah, that was, that was good. I mean, what would what, we do next? Where'd they go? They went. They went to, like, an asteroid field and they, because they were like, we're going to get away. And then shit started happening to oh, them. Oh, the asteroid so, field was awesome. Yeah, like, shit's, like, booping around. And well, what were they called? The quantum asteroid field. So they yeah. were like quantum tunneling from like different spots. And I was like, that's awesome. And they had the whole argument about, um, who's going to drive or not. Fly. Yeah. That was all, that was and all really good. They come out the other side and they like barely make it through. And then all the other ships are chasing and basically went around the asteroid field, which is like, why wouldn't you just do it in the first place? And then as yeah. soon as like, as soon as you're like, they're about to fucking die. I like a 
planet looking thing comes by like a small like orb and like just destroys all of them at once besides for the guardians and then they crash into a they make a jump into i don't know what the fuck kind of thing they jump to and, a um, planet they come come kind of wormhole into a planet crash land. yeah they crash then they're like fucking around they have nebula they did that job to get nebula yep and they're like we gotta work on the ship and get the fuck out of here and shit like that yep. and then was they leave groot rocket nebula back everybody else we're going with the dad who then yeah. come he the dad comes and lands on the planet and then they go with him yep. head off to his planet which is ego's planet yep all fine all good no problem with they this. get they get the ego's planet and soon peter quill learns that oh my dad's a celestial being and he's a Literally a living planet, and I'm half of that, and I have the same powers to, like, manipulate matter and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, back on the, I like the fucking, back where Rocket and them are, the Raider, where the fuck are they? Yeah, like the Raiders, the Scavengers, I think is what they The Scavengers attack, and... Because, we'll say, the Scavengers were, Yondu Scavengers were hired yeah. by the Gold people to go bring back the guardians of the galaxy because they had done them wrong so they're like yeah we'll go get them for some money so they and go they're... rocket was waiting for them and fucks them up royally that's a really good part in the movie yeah when he's hopping around trees and setting off traps and shit until he gets captured by yondu and then they basically get all taken captive and there's like a mutiny and then yeah, so Yondu so and the Rocket two, to group up. So the two plot points there are that you find out that Yondu was supposed to, that him going and picking up uh, Peter Quill from the planet is against the scavenger law. Because you're not and supposed so, to mess with kids. Yeah, you're not supposed to mess with the kids. Which is like such a, that's a very super common like pirate thing. No, well, not the kids thing, but like they always have like one or two really specific rules like, yeah, we, we don't kill women though. It's always like, what is with these like lawless people like randomly having like oh we don't not babies? Well, it's like it's like those people that are like white supremacists like we're like if you hit a girl, I'm gonna fucking rip your head off, you know? Unless it's a black girl. Exactly, then you get a fucking high five. <laughs> Good God. Anyways, so you find out that like Yondu's been like excommunicated from the scavengers and like they don't like him and they don't respect him or whatever. So that's like. It's kind of it's pretty big deal. He's like, oh, I didn't know any of that stuff. Like we thought he was just one of the other scavengers, but seemingly not. And so then he goes, he captures like Rocket and Groot, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna go retor- return them or whatever. And um, he swears like, like, no, no, you know, we're gonna let them go. And then that's when they mutiny because they're like, you always give Peter Quill a pass and all this kind of stuff, and you're always on his side and you're always breaking scavenger rules to protect him. And then you—that's when you find out that uh, Yondu probably actually likes Peter quite a bit, and doesn't yeah. just hate him. And then that's when there's sort of a mutiny, and he gets sort of—they really kill everyone that doesn't side with him, besides for Yondu, Groot, and Rocket. And he—they mm-hmm. rip off his like little arrow, controlly device on his head. Yeah, uh, what's her name? Blue Lady shoots it off. Yeah, which I was like, damn, he's dead. Boy. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he was straight up dead right there. I was like, good god. But no. But the, back on the planet of Ego, you learn that Ego's a million years old, 
and that you you basically really haven't learned anything since that what we just said. That basically yeah. it's just more fucking around and talking. You meet Mantis and they have misadventures of her reading feelings and shit. But then Which, back with Rocket. Yeah. You've, so then you have Rocket and they're they're captured. trying to get Groot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is actually I think one of the funniest parts of the movie, honestly, was them trying to get Groot to get Yondu's um his previous head mohawk thing that allows him to control his arrow. They're trying to get him, but he has since Groot has no clue what anything. He's so dumb that he's just like grabbing what the fuck ever he finds. Basically, I think it might have been the scene where he brought the toe. I was like, I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> no, no, I, it, I, it was that in the fucking eyeball. How? Yeah. How Rocky Raccoon was just like, well, leave the eyeball. He's like, why? He's like, he'll wake up without an eye. <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Now I'm like, why is with him in these severed body parts? Like these. <laughs> right. He always wants these for some reason. I thought that was like that was really fucking funny. But they get the um, they get the headpiece finally. Or that one guy. Which is, which is really awesome because, yeah, like the, basically like the first mate who was like, didn't want a mutiny, he just wanted like to, he Make just wanted point. Yondu to be more like in the code and not break it, but instead he like accidentally triggered a fucking mutiny and they killed all his friends. Yeah. Which was really sad, which, I don't know if you know this, but that guy who was like the first mate, that's the brother of the director, James Gunn. Hmm. That's but, um, looks, I guess. Gotta know everybody but, and... Hollywood to get a decent job, huh? Mm. But what's really interesting is, like, Yondu's, like, prototype, that's, like, a lot more of what he looks like in the comics. Oh, he looks way cooler with that. I'm like, hey, he's way awesome. Like, that's that's so much better than his little tiny mohawk. Right. But, um... So... Yeah, so they get that, and he has Rex shop, and that's a really awesome scene. The thing I've always, I've always thought about that, though, is, like, he's super overpowered. Like, that arrow is, like super overpowered like i don't know why like he could just kill anybody with that easily seemingly maybe it's like really hard like you have to be like an excellent whistler apparently you know yeah because the, the, they had that last end scene where like the guy was trying to use it but it's i mean you might take a lot of practice but seemingly anybody can use this and it's like super broken overpowered or maybe it's like a Dude, super for, special arrow that for, from what comics i've read like from that one series which is basically like what everyone calls like the definitive series yeah He's not that OP. Like, he literally has a bow and arrow. <laughs> he has a mohawk. And I think he, like, he can, like, once he can shoot it, and then he can sort of aim it once it's gone. But it's not, like, a fucking whistling he, he, dog. It's like he has... Well, that was going to be a really stretch of that. I was going to say, it's like he has Mjolnir, but he can control it, and it's sharp. Well, you could just say he basically stretch. has a fucking whistling arrow that just kills people. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It, but it appears to everybody, it's super quick. That whole, like, raining men thing, that was, you know, that was just as awesome as it was in, like, the trailer. Like, it was just so cool, like, him just, he goes in that room with all the, the cameras, and he, like, see the whole ship, and he's just destroying people. Look at him, like, that's awesome. Rockets, Rocket probably shouldn't know every room to be able to shoot through the walls to hit people, but whatever. I guess he knows all the rooms. He's yeah, shooting people. Fuck. Group killed that one guy who like Which was I think the guy that like poured liquor on him and like stomped on his stomped on him or whatever. Maybe. It killed him. It was, but, that um, was all good. All that stuff was good. And they blew up the ship and they got get out. out of there. 
and they're heading out, and then they're like, that's when, um, that's when basically at the same time at Ego's Planet and with um, Yondu and stuff that Yondu had, like, apparently Ego had gone around the universe fucking, like, every species he could because he, he, he learned that one Celestial doesn't have enough power to manipulate the whole universe and turn them into, like, his planets and his beings. Yeah. So he needed a second one, so he went to every species and fucked them until he found, had an offspring that could manipulate matter and shit. And Peter Quill was the only one, so he had just been murdering all these different fucking species, and that was Yondu's job, was to go get fuckers and bring them back. But he liked Peter Quill. Well, he finally found out what was happening to all the other ones. Yeah. I don't know if he actually knew that yeah, that remember, would happen if Peter Quill got brought back. I think he just thought he would Peter Quill would be killed. I don't think he knew that he would take over the universe if he brought him back. Yeah, yeah. Well, he said he told um, Yondu that he wouldn't hurt them, so... Yeah. Ego said that. But you learn that and you're like, oh shit, because Gamora and um, Nebula find a shit ton of, like, a shit ton of skeletons. Yeah. Fair to mention, Nebula came after Gamora and uh, they Yeah, she, like, she, she was also on that ship and she escaped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a fucking heart-to-heart and uh, kind of became sisters again. That was, yeah. I mean, there you go. It was, they, they fought. It was a pretty good fight. Gamora... Picked up the big gun and yeah. shot Nebula. But then after that, it's like you see, like they're like, oh shit, we gotta stop this. And they also arrive at Peter at the same time. And he's alone with Ego, who is like, he's like, I'm just gonna keep you here for a fucking million years or something until you decide to be with me. And, and so he does. Yondu runs over the dad, stopping him Ego. for a second. Yeah, yeah, and then they sort of, they're like, oh, his brain or heart or something like his like basically an essence his being is in the center of the planet we have to go down there and destroy it and then he'll die and so basically they just drive down there and have a big fight around it until they finally in that every trailer it's like hit click this button click this button yeah and which that's still, what happens which is still pretty good well okay that, that it was actually way be- better it was way better in the movie than in the trailers for me i thought maybe a little too long like him, like being off in the distance, like the first, okay, the first time he went, was like he went off, was like, "Hey, you got this thing?" He's like, "He's like, no." He's like, "What about you, Drax? Uh, you got it?" And then he came no, I back. Thought that, I thought that was fine. I thought it was funny. I think it, when he went off the second time, I was like, "Okay, get, 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 get come on, just move on." After the second, after the first time, I'm good. But yeah, again, that was like barely too long. But then basically, the planet gets destroyed, and Yondu passes away, and. He gets frozen because yeah. he saves Quill, and everyone else hey, survives. I'll say this. They had really, really powerful people fighting in this, basically. Mm-hmm. One, the Pac-Man thing, terrible. It's like, well, that was garbage. I don't, that's stupid. I don't know why he became yeah. fucking, I was like, that's. Ugh. That was like, that's like when Green Lantern, like, makes a jet or something, you know? It's like. You could well, just fly or something. Well, I don't know, because like, Green Lantern makes like 50 different things every time he makes them. He's like, oh, it's a hammer this time, and this, and it's a jet, and it's a tank, and it's a car. It's like, he's just making whatever. But this is like... Well, don't think like the Green Lantern, Lantern like the movie. Like, okay. When he make the random shit. Yeah. But, yeah, I just thought the Pac-Man thing was a little... I don't know, it just felt goofy in a moment of not being... Well, 
well, this is like my one of my biggest problems with the original Guardians of the Galaxy was I hated the end part where like Peter Quill dances to, like distract. Him. I was like that that ruined it to me. So this wasn't that bad, but it was still felt like nah. It kind of like took away the whole dramatic moment of them fighting and clashing. Like Pac Man, like get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see that nonsense. But they they don't do as good as um. DC does with like superpower guys throwing each other around. It's just not as good. Although they did, they did write themselves out within a movie. They were like, "We're gonna make you super overpowered at the beginning of the movie, and at the end, or I guess halfway through the movie, you're super overpowered. End of the movie, you have no powers at all again." Who are that? With that. Who, what do you mean? Peter Quill. He went from being a normal guy with some alien genes to being a god to being a normal guy with some alien genes. In this movie. They gave him, like, this infinite power and then took it away by the end of the movie. That's what I'm saying. Uh, sure. What the fuck do you mean? Sure. Do you see... Do you understand what I'm saying at all? No, I get it, but... I mean... Like, he went into this movie and they're like, okay, he's kind of a nobody guy. He can shoot, he can fight, just like everybody else. He's all... Everything's good. And then, in, like, halfway point in the movie, they're like... Oh no, you're straight up a god. You have like unlimited power. You can shape matter, fly. You're, you can't die. Nothing can touch you. Into the movie. Yeah, you're a normal guy now. Anyways, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Or it was like Infinity War. Let's go. Because I thought he was going to keep some of these powers. Which, I mean, maybe he keeps something or another. But like, I thought this he was going to keep some of these powers somehow. And that's I mean, how that was going to help him fight uh, Thanos or something like that. But. I mean, kind of, obviously he has some power still. I mean, I don't see a world where there's like, nope, he's human now. I mean, you know? he's back to normal. He's just a I mean, that's, that's, what, that's, that's what they said in the movie, but I Although, feel like he's going to be somewhat on top special. Of Thanos, though, I was kind of sad they never put Thanos in this in it at all. Right. Because Thanos is awesome. I want to see more Thanos, but anyways. So they destroy the... Uh, the, the this planet and they leave, they get away but uh Yondu, Yondu dies, dies. And then you get to what I consider to be the biggest stretch of a sad moment ever in a movie that, what are you talking about that scene where they explained how Yondu was like David Hasselhoff was maybe the biggest stretch I've ever heard what the hell? That was just supposed to like. It was, that was just like bad. a lighthearted moment. It was just. It was not lighthearted, because it was supposed to be super emotional and like a serious moment. And it was just like, well, I guess he was a guy, and he did have a sh- he did have a vehicle, and there was a thing that he could kind of talk to, that did help him out, and he like was. It was like this like eight levels of. Kevin Bacon, like, and I guess kind of this, and kind, and kind of maybe eight that. levels of Kevin Bacon. What the fuck does that mean? Is that that thing you play on Wikipedia where you try to get from any random topic to Kevin Bacon in like six clicks? Oh. I think it's six levels of Kevin Bacon. You try to go from syphilis to Kevin Bacon on Wikipedia in six clicks. Clicking like the uh, links in blue. It felt like that, but in a movie, and I was like, oh my god. That is like the biggest stretch to make something. Ugh. I was like, that's bad. Okay. Now we're at the movie. You know what it's about. No. 
tell me what, what? you ha- well, want to talk about the in credit scenes real quick, or do you want to just go jump into hating on the movie for you? Uh, we didn't talk about any credit scenes. I didn't care about any of them. Because you know nothing. No, it's, they they weren't very interesting. I was like, all right. Just kind of, they just felt like not important. In There's just like four not important in credit sequences. I was like, all right, whatever. Well, the one thing that struck out to me was um when she's like, I made this new thing. I'm going to call it Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was okay. I was like, I don't, I don't. The thing is, I don't know the Adam in that universe, in the in the Marvel universe. So I was like, who? I was like, he's Adam Warlock, dude. Adam Warlock. Okay, in the comics, in that one, like that one run. A T O M, right? No, it's A D A M. Oh, I think it's Adam. Oh, okay. That that makes less sense. Oh, I have seen this guy. Yeah, 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 I remember seeing him. Was he in Guardians of the Galaxy? Comic yeah, like, basically, yeah, in like the com- basically in the comics, he joins the like, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's like w- one of the main members. He has some like ma- like sort of like mystical powers, sort of like he like fly and like shoot shit from his hands and shit like that. But then eventually they come up against this religious group and like apparently he'd been programmed or something or something like I don't know what the details are, but he becomes incredibly fucking crazy powerful like. One of the most powerful fucking beings in existence. And starts fucking shit up and just starts killing everything. He seems fairly interesting. So He like when I was reading that series, I'm like, this dude's fucking awesome. And then like close to the end he becomes crazy strong and evil. It's like, holy shit, never mind. Look I mean, okay, that makes a lot more sense. I was thinking more of like a I was honestly I was thinking the there's a guy in DC who is like nuclear power, like that's his entire body yeah, is like yeah. nuclear power, and he's in like some weird suit that like contains him. I think he might yeah. be called the Atom. Were you thinking of that guy? Yeah, that's that's what I was imagining. No, this is just not good old. No, not that guy. Yeah. No, what's his what's his actual? I don't remember his fucking name. He's not the Atom. He's not the Atom because the Atom is the guy who can shrink and stuff in DC. But it's like a different guy. I can't remember what the fuck his name is. He's in Justice League. Like that, but I, I can't remember his fucking name. Doesn't matter. But now I know who the Adam is. Now I know who Adam is. That's actually pretty cool. I, I kind of want to see him. I want to see him in a thing. But yeah, like so, he's definitely a. He must be on the top ten most powerful characters in DC or in in Marvel. Yeah, maybe he shows up in Infinity War. I don't know. Maybe I have no clue where the fuck he would be. Seeing any of this, I don't know. I, I do want to see where the unit, where the Marvel universe goes with these. Two Infinity Gauntlet movies and shit. I'm already reading shit like he's being cast already for Guardians Three. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm hyped on that. I will say I'm also hyped on it. So, do you, being a person who has no criticism criticisms of anything, is there anything you hate about this movie trip? Like. The, like my you're, you're hating on the comedy and like it's saying it's too goofy and stuff and I'll agree it was over the top but I knew going into this that they were probably going to be doing that anyway so I sort I, of like art. I thought they would be like the first one I thought they would do the same thing they did the first one I was like this is going to be a good movie like I'm no, excited I, for this movie I was like they saw what happened on the first one everyone's like it's so like funny and natural and just perfect movie and so they're like you know what people love comedy 
That's what this movie should be. I knew that's exactly what they were going to do, and that's what they did. So, I don't think they overdid it. I think they could. They got really close. They almost did. But that's I, I barred my expectations, and it was fine for me. My biggest problem was this too little happened, you know? Like, they somehow stretched three things happening into this, like, two-hour movie. I agree, but I, I think of it in a different way. To me, the, what, how I imagine this is, if you have, like, either, like, a TV show that's, like, 20-some episodes long or, like, a comic that's, like, let's say an eight-issue comic. So if we take, like, an eight-issue comic, to me, this movie was, like, issue four. Like, this isn't, like, the end, like, big bad guy. This is, like, a side story. This doesn't feel like, the, even at the end of this movie, it felt like a side story, not, like, it, it didn't feel like there was a bad guy that they had to defeat. It just, it felt really weird to me that, like, he's good, and then it was just, like, Oh, he's the most evil guy in the whole universe, and he's this, that, and they'll destroy him. And but nothing had to do with his dad being evil the entire time until like the very end. So it didn't feel like there was ever any weight to anything until the very end. But then, right, it just like I was like, this just doesn't feel like there was a bad guy in it. It just Dude, feels really that, weird. That's a good fucking like explanation. Like in comic terms, this would be like. Like, imagine there's, like, an Infinity War. Like, there's a bunch of, like, imagine the Marvel Universe is going in comics. And then there's, like, the Infinity War, and it's, like, it just sort of started barely. And you know it's out there, and stuff's sort of happening in places. But the Guardians of the Galaxy has, like, two fucking comics that aren't a part of Infinity War, and they make this, this is the storyline. And then the next comic, they get back into Infinity War, you know? Yeah, and then, but the contradiction ends up being that this is actually a really, really big deal. Yeah, So it's like, but... It make it feel. It doesn't feel like it, you know. And I was like, this just, yeah. It just felt like it felt like at the end of this movie. It, I'm, to my feelings, were like, so what's the? So they're about to introduce the bad guy and have another hour to like defeat him, right? Like, when do we get to that part? Like, where's the bad guy at? Like, that's just like, it just didn't feel like. I was like, that's just. I don't know how they managed to do that, but that's like, if I had to give an actual legitimate criticism of the movie, that's not just completely biased. It's that. It just didn't feel like there was a bad guy in this movie at all. Like, you know, his dad... It it is a bad guy, but it's like the most generic bad thing ever. It's like, I want everyone to be like me, so I'm going to just destroy the universe and do that. Like, Yeah, but it was like, Yondu was supposed to be bad, but wasn't bad. Then... I mean, I I never felt Yondu was bad, even in the first one. Yeah, but I don't know. Then you had Nebula was supposed to be bad, but wasn't bad. You didn't have anything with Thanos, so there wasn't, like, that big bad. They defeated the bad guy who was good for, like, half the movie. You, Mantis, in theory, could have been bad, but wasn't bad at all. I mean, it's like, it just felt... And then the the gold aliens were only, like, side characters. Side characters bad, not, like real bad people like they were just like a annoying brother so it just like just felt weird and they came back at the end too but yet again like they were like side characters even when they came back i don't know didn't but do it for me that'd be my only problem and even then i would still rate this as like like i said earlier it's since it's a little bit different and I care about these characters. Like, even if it's goofy and stuff, I still care about these characters a lot more than most of the other Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I'm like, it's above the fluff for me. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. 
I would still, if they, when they put out another one of these, even if someone told me it was going to be just as bad as this one, I'll still go see it. Whereas if someone told me that Thor was going to be as bad as his movies, I'm like, no, like it's not. Yeah. So like, I will still go see these because I think the the world is definitely far more interesting. But I was just like, this was like, oh boy, that the to be like the whole thing. It was I thought it was pretty funny. The whole like Drax's opinions of Mantis was pretty funny. But I think if they would have took out like the one joke where he like was fake throwing up, I was like, yeah. That was, get rid of that one. I like the one where he calls her ugly and all that stuff. And then at the end where he's like, you are pretty. Only on the inside, though. <laughs> I was like, that was good. I mean, that, that's, like, really it's just Drax's stuff that was over the top. But I still thought most of it was funny. Oh, oh, that part. Okay. Where Yondu was talking to Rocket Raccoon. And he mm-hmm. was like, we are the same person or have that emotional crap. That was bad. That was a bad emotional part too. I had, well, I mean, the, I had no there were a lot of no interest in cheesy that. sort of obviously obvious moments, you know, like at the end where he's like, wow, Yondu was my dad and shit like that. And that moment where it's like, we're the same, like all those sort of moments, like you could just sort of see them coming from a mile away. <laughs> okay. I think that I, I agree with you. Did they say daddy at one point in time? He said, "I'm like your, I am your daddy." No, he's like he's like he may have been your father, but but he's not your daddy. Dad, he said daddy, and I was like, "You don't say daddy. That's weird. Well, say dad. I was, Just say dad." I always get a feel that he's like. I feel like a daddy is a word that hasn't been over sexualized on rednecks. You know, like if you're redneck, you can still, still call your dad a daddy or something. You know, it's just I really wish they would have just said dad. I'm just saying it's a super nitpick, but I was like, just say dad. Don't say daddy. Um. But okay, I have a personal vendetta against that one scene with Rocket Raccoon and Yondu, though. Do you remember in senior year of high school when I was painting that uh, mural on the wall? You remember? I know I had to have told you this. When that one girl was like, Mason, you know, I, I know that you're not really as mean as you are and you're, you just need a hug or whatever. You remember that whole thing that happened? I sort of remember that. I, I, okay, I think about that like once a month and it still pisses me off to this day because I have always said like she thinks she's living in a book where you talk to like the, the main character, like the side character that's really mean and you're like you just want a hug and you just need to be loved and you put on this hard exterior shell so that that's what they did in this. The whole and then time your black skin will break off and you'll be white and all happy and it's like oh my god. god. Damn it, so the whole time that was happening all I was thinking about was her and I was like I want to fucking kick that bitch in the head like all who I, was it you you remember that girl the, the the pig girl that we we all used to make fun of because she was like she was there's that one time where she was sitting in class and she was like he's like i have like five boyfriends trying to chase after me from five different cities like it's so was hard was she the one that like wanted. always like wearing camo and like her name was probably megan something i don't think she was fat she was a fat one the really fat one that sat out she only knew she was in the class i feel like she was just always there in class, I don't even know if she was in our fucking class or not. What I don't the remember. fuck? She sat by. I don't uh, remember this. Set by. I don't want to say everybody's name. I won't say. I feel like name. I remember the moment, but I don't remember the. Fuck. We'll talk about it after the podcast, I guess. <laughs> but anyways, I have a, my personal vendetta is that 
anytime I hear that in like a movie or any situation where it's like you have a hard exterior shell and you just want to be hugged and loved and you're actually the most sensitive of everybody, all that bullshit, I think of her and I'm like, I want to fucking gut her for saying it. I, it so pisses me the fuck off that she said such a stupid fucking thing. So now when I hear that, I'm like, God damn it, that woman. She fucking said something so stupid. So I really hated that scene because of that specifically. Well, I'm glad that's only personal for you. <laughs> it is very personally. So, I, I don't think I've ever come across that in a movie since that happened. I don't feel like. I don't I really, think that happens in every I, fucking movie. It happens in, like, really, like, emotional, like, women's movies and books and stuff. But not in, like, an actual good movie. No one talks about how you have a hard outer shell and you just need to be loved. That doesn't happen. It's such so, a corny, goofy thing to say. No one does it. So, when you watch... um. So when you watch Return of the Jedi, you hate it when Darth Vader's like, no, I am good. I am your dad. I'm sorry for being a dickhead for 30 years, 20 years. No. Not the same at all. What are you talking about? Not the same. Luke's like, you can still change. You're good. And he's like, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's not the same, though. I'm really talking about that specific, like, you have a hard outer shell and you act tough to drive people away but in reality you're that literally that line of talking what, what did you say to the girl in high school i couldn't talk i was so angry i think i just what the tur- i i think i just turned i think i just stared at her for like 15 seconds and turned away and couldn't and i had to gather my thoughts and i got progressively more and more angry thinking about it because like i said she thinks she's in a fucking book I'm like, what do you think this is? That's not how the real world fucking works. This is from a book. This is some corny stuff from a book. And she's like, this is how real, real world works. If I give him a hug, he'll be nice now. I'm like, I want to kill you. I was like, no, you idiot. I'm not nice. I'm not some super emotional guy. I was like, no, you're an idiot. I just don't like you. Like, you're stupid. <sighs> so what would you rate this movie? One to one to hundred. Um, <laughs> seventy-five. Well, that's a way lower score than I thought. Are we are we are we going off of like a fifty is mediocre and or are we going off of like a C is bad? No, I go off of a, I go off of fifty is mediocre. Okay, then I'll give this movie like a forty. Damn, I have to put it below. Like, I, I will watch this movie again probably, but. I'm going to still dislike all the same stuff. But there's a lot of good scenes in it. I see a lot of the promise that the first Guardians have. Where I like a really, really good. One of the best Marvel movies. But they 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 fucked it up. They they said, just dump three more shovelfuls of Marvel crap on it. And I was like, yep. <laughs> good job, guys. You completely fucked that up. Thanks. So. Well, I liked it. I can't believe that. Actually, I can't believe but, it. Because, I mean, as soon as I went to the theater, I'm like, what do I think about this movie? And I just instantly thought back to, I think the last Marvel movie I watched, I think, was um, Doctor Strange. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I would watch this movie every day for the rest of my life, then watch Doctor Strange. Like, again? Or like, which one do you have to watch for the rest of your life? I'd watch this one. Well, I'm saying, like, is it like watch Doctor Strange once again, or this for it's the like rest of your life? It's like watch one versus the other for the rest of your fucking life. Oh, yeah, this, this one's definitely better. 
And I was like, Doctor Strange wasn't bad anyway. It was just the mm. same formula, bullshit, no, boring, basically. It was bad. Exactly. You, but you hate you hate basically everything besides the top like three movies that Marvel. I think it's gotten up to like almost six. It might be six now. It's five or six movies that are I think are actually really good by Marvel. Well, let's not list them again, but... Um, this movie's bad. Very poor. I would say it's... If it wasn't... If the Guardian's property basically wasn't so good, this would have been a fail. But it's just like... The alien outer space stuff is just... They do so good at creating the world that it well, elevates it to... I could actually watch this again, I guess. Yes. I also think that... like. Like probably the studios like y'all can y'all need to still make movies leading up to Infinity War, <clears throat> but you really can't do this 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 and this. You have no, to do... that's no look. <clears throat> the story they told is for the most part fine. That has not to me. It has nothing to do with it. It's not the story was a problem. It's the fucking no. That's the problem I had with it though. I know you had the problem before. You hated comedy and you hate. I don't jokes hate comedy. There were jokes in this that were amazing. There were very funny jokes that I loved. They put too See, much of it. It's too much. But that's not my personal problem. My personal problem is just... I, I don't know. Like, The story could have been good, but it just didn't really work out how I wanted it to. Mm. Well, you're wrong, so... But, that's what we've learned today. Unless you have anything else for this podcast, I think we are done. I don't know. Uh, uh, try Mountain Dew Label Series. It's pretty tasty. Will do. All right. This no, is the... Oh, oh, no, I didn't forget. I did want to mention Mountain Dew that I think I told you this already, but Mountain Dew is the best company ever because they took three sodas, mixed them together, tossed them in a bottle and said, new flavor, have fucking fun, bitches, and put it out on Red, the market. Red, white, and dew. It's, no, it's Dew SA. <laughs> oh, damn. But red, white, and dew is pretty damn good. Also, <laughs> you know that was on the work, fucking dude. that was on the fucking whiteboard. They were like, "Which one?" Mm, do essays shorter? <laughs> <laughs> it's easier for the Americans to read. <laughs> like, but yeah, their their do essay flavor, which is code red, voltage, and whiteout, just mixed together in a fucking can. Not they don't even try. It's just a third of each. Positive. Oh my god. What it's amazing they even did that. It's so stupid. I you you never expect like, you know like Coca Cola is gonna be like what well, we have, we've got over here. We've got like we're gonna mix Fanta this Fanta that and this other Fanta together in a bottle and just put it out. Like they're <laughs> not gonna do it. Like no one would like people would be like what is this cherry orange citrus, fucking blend? But, what is this trash? <laughs> like but, Mason, what do you? What are the odds mm-hmm. that before they made this product, that people were tweeting at them being like, oh my god, man, dude, it's so good when you mix these three fucking flavors, make a fucking bottle of that, it's so fucking... How many times do you think that was tweeted? Honestly. I don't know, I've never heard of it. I've never really I mean, heard of mixing the drinks together. We're not fucking autistic, dude, like, <laughs> the fucking people that make Mountain Dew the meme it is... Mountain like, Dew is becoming more of a meme. I, w- I would say it's very heavily. It's getting it's getting closer and closer. Like they are, I feel like some some places need to really embrace the meme culture more to be a better company. 
and Mountain Dew is one of them, where, like, they have, like, positioned themselves to literally be the cart, like, that cartoon extreme drink from, like, all the cartoons. It's, like, it's extreme. And, like, you right. drink it, and, like, you do, do the awesome, cool stuff, and, like, all the cool kids drink it, like... That's your what hat is like turns backwards. Is. Yeah, it's that's what they are literally. They're just that now, all the time. It's like it's such a joke, but it's also super amazing. So when they came, when I saw this, I was like, they are literally just a fucking meme company at this point. What is wrong with them? Like, celebrate need, the founding of America with a good do SA. <laughs> they're fucking amazing. That's why I love Mountain Dew so much. They really know how to make really really dumb drinks. But you hear that, Mountain Dew? We're looking for a sponsorship. I just thought... I would suck a dick to get a Mountain Dew sponsorship. Shit. <laughs> You've heard it. You heard it here first, Mountain Dew. Give it to me. I need All it. All right. Well, we're done for this week. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye.